0: On today's edition of the show, we're going to discuss the series schedule for the Florida Panthers against the Carolina Hurricanes. We're going to chat about whether rest is going to help or hurt the Cats. We're also going to talk about a if there is a specific player or a unit on the Carolina Hurricanes that scares us the most heading into this Eastern Conference final matchup. And we're going to discuss does Florida's road to the Eastern Conference Final actually give them an advantage?
1: Your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.
0: And welcome into this Wednesday, May seventeenth edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Where's your team every day? Thank you for making the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. I'm Armando Velez. You can follow me on Twitter at monoman12. Follow the show account on Twitter at lo underscore f l a Panthers and on Instagram as well at lo underscore f l a Panthers. And shout out to the everydayers who come back here to listen to Lockdown Panthers to get your daily. Florida Panthers fix. So, Cats fans, we have more clarity on what the schedule is going to look like with the Florida Panthers and the Carolina Hurricanes playing each other in the Eastern Conference Final. We're going to discuss so much more of that. But we do have a schedule, finally, after so much anticipation, speculation as well, And also, the best part about it is that there are no overlaps with the Miami Heat, who are also in the Eastern Conference Final. And, of course, with this show dropping on Wednesday, it is a Miami Heat game day, but waiting one more day for the Florida Panthers to play game one of their first round, excuse me, Eastern Conference Final Series against the Carolina Hurricanes. And no better than to discuss this with my friend Jacob Winans on another edition of Winans Wednesday. Jacob, welcome back to the show.
1: Thank you for having me. As usual, uh, it, it's awesome. Um, uh, like I was just saying right before recording, it's it's super super cool to be doing a, a game preview at this at this late stage of the postseason. Uh, uncharted territory for us, but I mean, what a what a time in the South Florida sports region. We get to enjoy a heat game on the Panthers day off, and we're going to be alternating for the next couple of weeks and hopefully beyond that. So, uh, man, this is this is a South Florida sports fan's dream right now. We're, we're living it.
0: We're on cloud nine, that's for sure. And yep, listen, if you have read regular cable television and you don't watch anything else other than sports and you just watch the Florida Panthers and the Miami Heat, you won't need to change the channel because both te- both teams happen to be on TNT for for their Eastern Conference final matchup but let's go to the Florida Panthers perspective obviously the Florida Panthers show and with with the schedule game one is of course Thursday May 16th uh, May 18th excuse me uh, sa- sa- and game two is Saturday the 20th three is the 22nd and they're gonna be alternating days and off, off days as well so. the the next Monday and Wednesday will be the home games for games three and four back on, back on the road in Carolina for game five next Friday. And then game six will be Sunday, the 28th with game seven being on the 30th of, of May. So alternating nights, not, not, no, no gaps. Like there was in the, in the, in the first two series, but let's talk more about the gaps, uh, Jacob for, for the Panthers and a gap that of, Rest when it comes to this team, of course, clinching Game Five last Friday, May twelfth, and then having one, two, three, four, five, five days off between Games Five and and of the previous series and Game One of this one, and of course, the Carolina Hurricanes are going to get six due to them clinching a day earlier with the Florida Panthers, and uh, of course, when the Florida Panthers won Game Seven against Boston. They went right into it against the Toronto Maple Leafs. I wasn't expecting uh, that series to start right away. But hey, the Panthers packed for three days worth of games and their their momentum carried over uh, with winning, of course, games one and two of the previous round. But do you think this rest is going to help the Panthers or do you think it's going to hurt them?
1: Um, I think it, I think you can look at it both ways, but in this case, I think it's going to help more than, more than it's going to hurt. And and there's a couple of reasons for that. One, um, it's not like it's a situation where the Panthers have been resting and Carolina has been playing all these games and they're in a rhythm and the Panthers are not Carolina has been resting for longer than the Panthers have. So it it ends up really kind of balancing out. And I think at this, this time of year, it doesn't take long uh, to get back into the swing of the game that the playoff playoff hockey as soon as you get into that game it it takes maybe a shift uh, get a couple of shots on goal get a couple of hits under your belt and and everybody's back into playoff intensity Uh, so i don't think there's going to be any any drop off there if anything there should be more energy Uh, i think it helps the players uh, from a, a health perspective the panthers are if you look across the rosters still remaining on paper the panthers have the least depth of any team still playing hockey right now which we can be honest about that. We don't have to, uh, we, we can be, we can be direct and upfront about that. The Panthers are not, are not the deepest team left in the dance. And honestly, it's perfectly fine. Uh, They've embraced that they're an underdog and that they're rolling with what they have. And right now those guys are getting it done. But if you're going to roll with those guys, then uh, proper rest is important and having a few days off is big for guys who are, who came into the playoffs, battling injuries, like, uh, like a Sam Bennett uh, guys like, Kachuk and Barkov and Montour and Ekblad who have been eating up a ton of big minutes. It's good for them to get a rest. And then um, goaltending, uh, Sergey Babrowski getting some time off uh, to rest and reset. Uh, I think it's good for him. Uh, you hope he can keep his rhythm. His hot streak doesn't, doesn't fall off with with those few days off. But again, it's the same situation on the other side. Those guys have been resting too. So it's a pretty even playing field where that's concerned. I think it I think is more beneficial than than detrimental at this stage. Uh, going into the second half of the playoffs is having having guys healthy and rested is huge, especially for a team like the Panthers that, that we don't have uh, the luxury of that depth. So I'm happy they got some time off. they, they definitely earned it. <laughs> they they won two really, really hard, challenging series and and to get some rest now is is big. And I think the last two games, against toronto they were uh obviously a a game four loss but then the game five win they were they were really gutsy efforts and uh not so it it was it was more of a uh, a dog fight than than a track meet and i think that that kind of takes its toll we saw the panthers kind of lose a little bit of their steam they were able to gut out the win, but uh they were their foot was not pressed down on the gas as hard as it had been beforehand which that comes that comes and goes in the playoffs. Uh the playoffs are, are a different battle and that's uh that's just kind of the the nature of the beast. So I'm 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 more I'm more happy about the rest than than concerned about it.
0: Yeah, and I and I also think about it like this because if you were to clinch your spot into the Stanley Cup final, you you might not get that rest immediately before the final. So it's best to get it now and if you ask yep. players what they think if you're putting yourself into the shoes of the players do they want that rest or they want to continue playing of course you want to play the least amount of games in a series possible that that's i'm not breaking any news here but with 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 that versus the gap between another series as well as the rest and recovery period and you mentioned it best goaltending for sergey bobrovsky i mean you also it's not necessarily the same situation of when the Florida Panthers went into the All-Star break on when they got that big emotional win against Boston they got a few days off of course some players played in the All-Star game and then of course you could argue that the momentum of the All-Star game being here helped the Panthers but it it wasn't it wasn't in the position that they are clinching something they were fighting and clawing for to to just get in the dance and the Panthers have been doing that and and like you said, it's gonna take a, a shift or two just to get back, back into the into the groove of things because the these guys are pros after all. It's not like it's not like they're still develop in their development stage of playing hockey. It's not like they're gonna forget in a matter of a week. So it's only gonna take a little bit uh, for for these guys and the and like like you said, the, the guys who were battling it all year, they 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 know that their mind is shifted already to this series they put they already put the maple leaf series behind them and also i think the rest is definitely going to be beneficial for this florida panthers team but we're going to transition over to segment number two where we're going to we're going to discuss what are what is a specific unit or specific players on the carolina hurricane side of things that concern jacob and i the most when it comes to this eastern conference final matchup we're going to discuss this next here on the lockdown florida panthers podcast but first we're going to tell you all about ebay motors and for a championship team it's all about making sure that every player is a perfect fit it's the same when it comes to your vehicle every part needs to fit just right so next time you need parts and accessories head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right. The first time around, just add your vehicle to my garage and look for the green check so you n- know the part will fit or your money back. Just it, Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game where you shop on eBay Motors and with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win after the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, right price and on eBayMotors.com eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Thank you for making the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day, and every day is make sure to come back for tomorrow's edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast, where I will be doing a crossover edition of the show with the host of Lockdown Carolina Hurricanes. So make sure to come back for tomorrow's edition of the show, but. Jacob, of course, this Carolina Hurricanes team, like I spoke about with Aaron Brown yesterday, they have been knocking on the door for the last few years in Eastern Conference final appearance, and of course, took a few steps back, uh, losing and losing in the in the second round and then of uh, the first round once uh, since then. But now they're back in the Eastern Conference final, trying to you know take that next step for for them. Of course. This is this is a team that the Florida Panthers have had their f- fair share of battles over the last year, even in the regular, even in the regular season, going even going back to the 56 game game season where they faced each other uh, eight times. And I want to ask you. What's a unit? It could be a unit or player or a specific player. What is what is that that's? that concerns you the most when it comes to this matchup in the Eastern conference final between these two teams?
1: Well, it'd be really easy for me to just say the entire team, uh, because Carolina is, is uh, the team that I actually picked, uh, preseason to win the Stanley cup. And, uh, I, I, I really kind of stuck by that the entire season until of course, uh my, my loyalty and, and my hope are through the roof. Uh, and, and now that's of course, uh, completely shifted, but, um, Carolina was was my preseason pick to win the cup, and I think they're a very very well constructed team. Uh, I think what scares me the most, um, they they've been playing really balanced hockey. Uh, their defense is, of course, probably the nastiest defense in the league as far as as depth and talent. Um, them missing, their probably arguably their best player, Andrei Svechnikov, is is a, a big hole for them to fill. The two things that scare me the most, though, with all of that said, their penalty kill is absolutely terrifying to me. Um, That that penalty kill has the ability to completely eliminate any power play they want to. And if our power play is not going, uh, that that could be the difference in a goal or or two goals. And what we saw so much for the Panthers this season was uh, really dominating games everywhere except special teams. And then special teams being the reason that they suffer a one or two goal loss and carolina has special teams uh edge written all over them. Uh, their power play is good enough to to score um not necessarily at will but they they're good for at least uh oh, just just around a goal a game if you if you give them enough opportunities on, on the power play. um you know of course getting t, uh t in back is a big boost to that power play. Um, After a fractured
0: hand too. Yep, and he's back ahead of schedule.
1: um so, so their special teams are really, really concerning to me. That Their penalty kill, uh, for, for listeners and watchers who, who uh, aren't necessarily familiar with their, their style on the penalty kill, they are an ultra-aggressive penalty kill. They send both forwards at the puck carrier. Uh, the, you get maybe a second, two seconds max to make a pass once that puck is on your stick. They don't sit around. It's the opposite of how the Panthers play the penalty kill where we sit in that box or diamond shape. Um, Carolina does not do that. They they charge right at the puck carrier. Uh, they try to force a turnover. They try to get a shorthanded goal and we've given up shorthanded goals to Carolina uh, multiple times. So their penalty kill scares me. And then honorable mention would be the Jordan Stahl line, um, especially with Martin Nook going back to that line, most likely with with Teravine and back in the top six, that line scares me because they're, just elite for checking and what what concerns me is is in the face-off circle and then just being able to throw Jordan Stahl on the ice whenever Sasha Barkov is out there this game is going to be or this series is going to be the toughest test for Barkov in, of this playoffs I think he he faced uh Patrice Bergeron that was not at 100 percent and right now he's about to he's about to have his toughest matchup because Jordan Stahl is not out there to score goals he's not out there to provide offense his his sole mission is to shut down Barkov in that top line and Barkov is going to have to be uh at his very very best to to produce in this series. I think that's that's another area of concern for me.
0: Yeah, and Jordan Martinook uh n- no points in the Islander series and then gets 10 in the in the yep. in the in this series against the New Jersey Devils. I mean, he was now on hockey waivers, it's funny. <laughs> yeah. He was on waivers earlier in the season. Nobody picked them up and not only are the Carolina Hurricanes killing penalties at a ninety percent rate, but they have three shorthanded goals in in the postseason mm-hmm. this, this, this year, including a game where it where that eight to four game against the New Jersey Devils um where there were three shorthanded goals in, in that game alone. And just crazy how they were able to 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 just score shorthanded i mean sometimes they'll even bring three guys up to the blue line to force uh, to yeah to deny a zone entry when when they when carolina is on the penalty kill so that is is very scary unit for 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 the carolina hurricanes facing up against the the panthers i mean you of course you have brent burns jacob slavin on, on the blue line as well and this is this is once again bears repeating the top two teams in the nhl in blue line scoring as well so it it, it, these teams are so well matched i mean also think about this five on five goals five on five scoring in the their series against the islanders 11 to 10 islanders actually scored more five on five goals in that series but then in the new jersey series 17 to 10 in favor of carolina what does that mean what does that tell you that means when it comes to teams that are fast paced like the New Jersey Devils they are able to neutralize the, the the that type of pace the Panthers are not that team that they were last year so it it gives me a better indication that that the 5 on 5 play could be a little bit it won't be it won't be at the margin that Carolina had again against the New Jersey Devils, and and that they could. I I, I can't necessarily predict who's going to necessarily dictate the pace of the game. That's the thing, because of how well these uh, these um, teams are built. But you t- talk about the Florida power play. You mentioned you mentioned Carolina's power play that they aren't necessarily the best unit, but they can score time timely power play goals. Yeah, Florida Florida's. Florida's power play uh for the playoffs is twenty-seven percent. Carolina's is at is at eighteen. But of course, the Boston series is gonna skew their numbers a little bit from being at 59%. Of course, it went up for the Leafs series I- I- as well. It's crazy to still think that the Florida Panthers scored more power play goals than the Leafs, <laughs> but they yeah. that those those but the Carolina Hurricanes, they, they just don't give up much on special teams. And of course, you could put any of the three goalies. Yes, it's going to be Freddie Anderson in the crease for for the for the Carolina Hurricanes, but it's going to be really hard to get. You're going to have to bring definitely your A game in on that special team units for sure. Yeah,
1: I think you bring up a really good point uh, there. And and what scares me about about the the Hurricanes uh, on the flip side, even though their power play percentage isn't through the roof they play a style on the power play that I'm a little bit envious of to be completely honest with you. And, and it, it is conducive to success. And we're going to have to really uh, hope that the Panthers key in on this. They are not at all afraid to just take point shots and hope for deflections, hope for traffic. They're so good at that. And and they score a ton of goals that way. It doesn't have to look pretty And Carolina's on a team that, that cares about making it look pretty. They just get pucks on net. They get traffic. And a guy like Brent uh, Brent Burns really feeds on on those kind of opportunities, so it's something the Panthers are going to have to keep an eye on. Um, but but there with with the things that concern me, there's also equal amounts of things that that I'm I feel better about than I would have if it was last year's team. For example, like uh, last year's Panthers team would have had a really hard time dealing with with a, a really physical uh, slow it down dictate the pace type of uh, Hurricanes team like we're facing right now. I think what what we're what we're seeing the difference in is the Panthers of, of this season. Look what they just did to to a Toronto team that's super high end skill, super fast pace is is through the roof. The Panthers completely eliminated their star players in that series yeah. because this is a different style Panthers team. This Panthers team is almost exactly what you're seeing in Carolina. Uh, that's what makes this matchup so intriguing is because they play such a similar style now where beforehand Carolina is probably more built for the playoffs than we were this year. Stylistically, this is going to be such a good matchup because I think both teams have a really similar idea of what they want to do. And it's just going to be about which one is going to force the other one to do it uh, and, and dictate the terms. So I think, I think that's something that makes me really excited for this series. I feel like we've got a good shot where that's concerned. And then, As far as the the penalty kill concern goes, the Panthers have have the antidote to a super aggressive penalty kill, and that is number 19, Matthew Kachuk. The the strategy here, and this is like you said earlier, to to quote you, this is not me breaking any news. Everyone knows this. It's just a matter of can we do it? The strategy to to neutralize a super aggressive penalty kill that pressures the point and rushes at puck carriers is to essentially set it up backwards. And you have to make your plays from below the goal line. Matthew Kachuk is the number one playmaker in the entire NHL with passes and assists from below the goal line. So those opportunities should be there. It's going to be on Montour, on Barkov, on Bennett, on Ekblad to get those pucks below the goal line. But once they're there, that's where Matthew Kachuk can go to work. Sam Reinhart's going to get his opportunities in front. You just have to mm-hmm. beat that first rush of four check and you can set up the entire power play from below the goal line. And that's what Matthew Kuchuk was brought here to do. So I think, again, this this is such an exciting matchup. Even if I wasn't a Panthers fan, this is like a hockey fan's dream because it's two styles that that are so similar. But they have so, so many like small details and nuances that really clash. And I think it's going to make for an excellent series.
0: Yeah, and and don't forget Sam Bennett, the ability for him to take away the eyes away from Freddie Anderson as well. Yeah, and also when it comes to a fun matchup, don't tell that to the traditionalist hockey fans as well. Don't 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 tell them that, Jacob, because uh, they 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 definitely uh, won't believe you. There, tough tough
1: t- sure. t- 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 year to be a northerner and and uh, <laughs> a northern fan base in the NHL. Real tough year <laughs> for that.
0: <laughs> Just a little bit, but <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna transition to segment number three where we're, we're gonna ask the question Does Florida's road to the Eastern Conference Final give them an advantage coming into this series? We're gonna discuss that next here on the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. But first we're gonna tell you all about Bird Dog. And I I feel better when wearing bird dogs. They're stretchy fabric that makes my legs look great and they're comfier than my other shorts and pants. They give me the freedom to wear one pair of shorts on the, on the golf course to a meeting, to a date, or, or hang, hanging out with friends. Burt Kreischer wakes up at his lake house wearing bird dogs, goes for a swim, smokes a cigar, grills burgers, and chills with his family, all in shorts he associates with the summer. Bird dogs college football nerds say they're the perfect pants for dads and have a little extra gut bird dogs makes them look great and feel comfortable part of my take host pfc famously never wears pants and the only shorts he truly loves are bird dogs some uh, go to birddogs.com slash locked on nhl and when you enter promo code locked on nhl they'll throw a free custom bird dog yeti style tumbler. With every order. Again, that's birddogs.com slash hl. When you enter promo code hl they'll throw a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti style tumbler With every order. Segment number three here on this Winans Wednesday edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, where Jacob Winans is back for another edition of the show. And C- Jacob, this... uh this road for the Panthers, it's been unpredictable, unexpected, and it's been fun, more importantly. And it, it's a, of course, it's a the Cinderella story in the NHL. And I just, I just continue to wonder with Carolina getting to this point, because just like you, Carolina was my preseason pick to go to the Cup. It was Carolina... Versus Edmonton. Edmonton's no longer in the dance. Uh, it, it was. I thought it was going to be a rematch of the 2006 final uh, in, in this year, but the the picket. But of course, the w- that is not a possibility. And of course, like you said, the Florida Panthers connection make, makes it. I don't. I don't want it to happen. Obviously, uh, but let, let's discuss more about Florida's road to get here. Obviously beat the president's trophy winners, 40 some odd point difference. The beat, the second best power play unit in the national hockey league. But then you think about the Carolina hurricanes road to get here, face, possibly the, the runner up in the Vesna trophy in Ilya Sorokin. And some people could argue that Sorokin could finish first, even though all marks numbers are better, but he did play 14 more games. Than Linus Allmark, so when you think about that aspect, who who's more valuable to their team as far as winning the Vesna? But Islanders struggled with depth scoring. Barzell was just coming back for the postseason. Go up against a little bit of an inex- inexperienced team in the New Jersey Devils. Yes, very useful team still on the on the come up it, it, as far as them trying to contend for a Stanley Cup. Still not quite there. So do you think that Florida's route and road to the Eastern conference final actually gives them a little bit of an advantage going into this series?
1: I, I will say yes, but I won't say that it's as big of an advantage as it could be, uh, given different circumstances. And I'll explain that. Um, I'll say yes, because the Panthers beat two bona fides and the Panthers are battle tested in these playoffs. Um, without a doubt, the most battle-tested team the entire postseason this year. Um, No one else is coming back from a 3-1 deficit uh, with two of those three games on the road. No one else is winning an overtime game seven uh, in the fashion that the Panthers did on the road in Boston. Um, No one else has had to come back from more deficits to win games. Uh, I think the Panthers, I, I don't have a stat for this in front of me, but there's no doubt in my mind that the Panthers have had the most lead changes in games throughout this postseason, uh, I, w- I would bet just about anything on that. So
0: there's been a lot of blowouts in round two. So, you, so yeah, yeah,
1: it's a pretty safe bet. The Panthers yeah. are are the most battle tested team in the playoffs. So I think that gives them a, a big advantage where that's concerned. Uh, I, I don't think there's any team left in the playoffs that that's kind of handled adversity face on with as much success as the Panthers have. And there will be adversity. Uh, this yes. is this is a series against Carolina this is not the panthers are not known for winning game ones if the panthers come out and lose game one that's adversity if the panthers drop a game at home that's adversity but it's also not panic because the panthers have have won games with their their backs against the wall and honestly uh I think we as fans need to do a little bit better at handling that adversity the way the players do because i mean, some of the reactions when we're up three games to zero, you lose one game against Toronto and everyone's thinking, Oh my God, we're going to blow it. It's three, one, like relax, but, <laughs> but there's going to, I i would bet just about anything. There's going to be much more adversity than a three, one lead uh, for the Panthers in this series. So um, the players are, are capable of handling that. And I think they're battle tested. So yes, I think it's an advantage. I don't think Carolina's at that much of a disadvantage given their path. Um, Yes, they were opportunistic against the Islanders who, who kind of limped into the playoffs and yes they were opportunistic against the devil's team that hasn't really been here before. But this is not a team that's that's in in their first rodeo either. like you said, they've been not yeah. they've been banging at the door and the same core has been there in Carolina. This is the same group that's that's been to the playoffs multiple years has been trying to get through. They're motivated, they're battle tested over a course of seasons, not just this postseason but previous seasons. Uh, they've seen it all in the postseason as a group and I don't think they're going to be rattled by anything so again it's it's another uh, just another reason why this series is going to be pretty epic it's it's uh what's the old saying it uh immovable object or unstoppable force whatever whatever it is uh the terminology there it's that's that's what this feels like unstoppable force versus immovable object we'll see we'll see what comes out of it but I think Panthers are are really battle tested as far as this year goes, and Carolina has they're they're a veteran group. they've been here, they've done that they're they're trying to make their breakthrough. so i think I think it's two teams that have a lot of experience.
0: Yeah, advantage in that aspect as far as their road and adversity doesn't necessarily mean series win of course for for this Panthers team. Of course, it gives you an opportunity to when you do hit the ice you're not going to be, it's basically saying that you're not going to be intimidated by your opponent because of who they faced off against in in, in the first two rounds. So I I think the Florida Panthers are definitely going to be be ready uh, when when it comes to game one on, on, on Thursday night. So I won't make my predictions until tomorrow when I do my crossover edition of the show. With the guys over at Locked On Hurricanes, but since you won't be back until next Wednesday, I want to hear your predictions: who wins this series and in how many games, Jacob?
1: Uh so you're gonna put me on the spot here, and I, I don't yes, want to. I, uh, I hate to do this because I don't want to jinx us, and, and I thought we were gonna lose the first series, and I, I really thought Toronto was gonna probably uh, take our take that second round series in a, in a long. Uh, dragged out series in seven games, but the Panthers have, have really made me believe and uh, belief is a dangerous thing, man, because I'm getting my hopes up again, but I'm going to say cats and seven. Um, and it's, it's weird because if, if Carolina was at full strength, if they had Max Pacioretty, who not necessarily a big part of their core or anything, he, he's a new addition and barely played, but he was supposed to come in and be that, that big playoff performer. And if they had Andrei Svechnikov, I would probably flip it and say Canes in seven. But I think Panthers' high-end star power just barely edges the Hurricanes. And I think I think is going to outplay Freddie Anderson in this series. So I'm going Cats in seven. Um, I hope I'm wrong. I hope the Cats get it done earlier than that because I don't know if I can handle another game seven this year. I really don't know. because <laughs> Game seven, Boston. That in was probably- overtime in overtime i yeah we're we're panthers fans we have not been in a lot of those moments and my heart was about to jump through my chest so i yeah i'm not i'm not ready for that i I don't i don't need that again i i really don't want to visit a cardiologist right now so (laughs) i'm i'll say cats in seven but please god let them do it in five or six
0: Mm -hmm. so cat the cats have made jacob winen's a believer and you'll you'll definitely know tomorrow whether they are making me a believer or not you're gonna have to tune in for tomorrow's edition of the show to definitely uh find that out but jacob i want to thank you so much for joining me once again on this edition of Winans wednesday on the Locked on florida panthers podcast tell everybody where they can find you online
1: yep you can find me on twitter at jacob one eight i'll be super active there through the games and i will leave i'll leave you all with uh, with a michael scott quote tonight so uh, no doubt about it. I'm ready to get hurt again. That's where I'm at.
0: <laughs> per- that's a perfect ending for, for sure. Uh, thank you so much, Jacob. And I will see you next Wednesday, my friend. Looking forward to it. Thanks. And if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the podcast to be notified every single time. The Locked Florida Panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed. Don't forget to also subscribe to the other shows on the Lockdown On NHL network, including Locked On NHL, Locked On Fantasy Hockey, with Flip Livingstone and Steve Roden, and Locked On NHL prospects. Thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listener today. And every day is make sure you come back for tomorrow's edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, where I will be doing a crossover edition to preview game one of the Eastern Conference final between the Florida Panthers and the Carolina Hurricanes with the guys over at Locked On Hurricanes. So make sure to come back tomorrow for that edition of the show. So I'm Ramon DeVelez with Jacob Winans, and you've been listening to Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day.